When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to another episode of the 615 Sessions podcast. Queen Teresa in the building. How are we living, T? Doing good. Doing good. I mean, you know, there's nothing going on in Nashville right now, is there? I mean, you know, NASCAR race, good ratings Sunday night. Uh, and then, oh, uh, NHL's come to town and throwing big parties. So, uh, yeah, th- there's nothing going on, Buck. Everybody so- wants to be in Nashville. I mean, it is, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. I do think now, Teresa, I haven't had to work it the way that you have, but I have been, uh, I have been blessed. I feel as somebody who lives within proximity of the, of the NHL draft and award situation that they've carved out for downtown. It hasn't affected my day to day one bit, but I know you're out here covering all of the events, uh, certainly across middle Tennessee. And there's a lot, a lot of them coming through these days. Oh, tell me about it. I, I get a little vacation after this week. And when I come back, oh, SEC media days. So it's like, stop it, people. Consult me before you bring anything more to my town or my state. Uh, you need to talk to me before you come to town. I'm just saying. I agree with that assessment. So perhaps you feel the same way about the DeAndre Hopkins situation for the Titans. Perhaps they'll have to get clearance from Teresa Walker before they can do any official deals should such things get done. I do want to remind people that quickly, uh, the podcast is made possible by Relax the Back Nashville and Two Rivers Ford and comes to you from the Superbook Sports Studios. Always appreciate the people who make these shows possible. Um, Teresa, I guess that's the place to start, seeing as DeAndre Hopkins continues to be a, a person of interest uh, across the National Football League. There's no NFL news while there is many things going on in the world of NASCAR and uh, base college baseball having just concluded its season in the draft tonight for the Nashville Predators and the rest of the NHL uh, in the world of football he is topic a number one um, it's been reported by Sal Palantonio that two other teams have emerged in uh, the sweepstakes if you want to call it that for DeAndre Hopkins we know that he had visits here in Tennessee and to New England apparently the Browns have kind of been monitoring the situation passively The Carolina Panthers are actively interested in adding him to their roster, though no official visit has been reported on to date. What have you made of the of the flirtations with DeAndre Hopkins? And do you think that it stops with four teams that are potentially interested in him before we get to training camp? I don't count Jimmy Haslam out of doing anything in Cleveland. I mean, the contract he gave to Sean Watson makes clear that you know he spends money left and right when he wants to. They don't have a ton of cap space, so they'd have to do some things to create some space. Carolina, I, I'm sorry, but, you know, rookie quarterback, I mean, seriously, you want to go there? I mean, if it's for the paycheck, then sure, uh, which is why it feels like, I mean, it, it when you're an NFL player toward the latter end of your career and you have not had a ring, you know, chasing that, you, you know, it, it comes down to those choices, chasing a ring, chasing the paycheck. And it feels like maybe these two teams are entering. I'm, I'll take the, their, those reports with a grain of salt 
because it feels like there it's an attempt to drive up the bidding maybe between the Pats and, and the Titans. You know, hey, squeeze a little bit more money out of somebody. Um, but, you know, let's face it. The facts are, where's the easiest path to the playoffs still out of these four teams? It's Tennessee. Let's be honest, because it's the Jaguars and the Titans in this division and two rookie teams, two rookie coaches at the other two teams in this division. Uh, Mike Vrabel and the Titans, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. I mean, this offense, you know, with Traylon Burks, Chigaquanquo, DeAndre Hopkins, you can, I'm sure the pitch is like, dude, you come here, we'll win the division and, and we can make a Super Bowl run with you. And I, I just can't see, you know, Cleveland can make that argument. Uh, the Pats, eh, I'm not so sure. Uh, I'm still not sold on Mac Jones. And, you know, with Carolina, again, rookie quarterback situation. So uh, I'm just going to say I don't – I'm not buying Carolina. And I'm not going to dismiss C Cleveland just because, yes, Jimmy Haslam has made it clear he'll dig in his pocket and do stupid contracts. I mean, you know, Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed. The NFL still ticked at Jimmy Haslam for that deal. So, um, you know, I – but as you know, as far as clearing things with me, I've had a story prepared. If he does end up coming to Tennessee, I've got that story written. I just have X's on the day, you know, and, and the amount ready and waiting. So I'm yeah. ready for when that one happens. And, you know, so he'll probably end up going somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, listen, at this point, it is uh, it is. You know, it's the thing that uh, certainly I don't have to tell you as, uh, as having done this for uh, a considerable amount of time, not to age my dear friend, Teresa Walker, who is, in fact, the GOAT, Corey D. Jackson says, on Facebook Live, where we are live streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch today. Um, but to, uh, you know, certainly to be prepared is better than to be caught off guard, scrambling to try and put these things together. And it's easier to fill in uh, a couple of dates and a plug and a quote or two, as opposed to having to come up with a whole new article. So. Uh, you know, good to be prepared. But, you know, I do think that the longer that this stretches out, Teresa, um, you know, it, it does seem like a good business decision on the part of DeAndre Hopkins to have this out there, that there would be more teams interested, whether Cleveland is a realistic landing spot, as you mentioned, or Carolina. I think a more realistic land, landing spot, given uh, what they traded away to get up to number one overall, DJ Moore, their top receiver. I know they did try to address that in the draft and free agency, but DeAndre Hopkins would infinitely help a rookie quarterback. And, you know, if, if Bryce Young is, in fact, as special as he's being billed as, remains to be seen. But there are worse landing spots, I think, there than the first overall pick. Tennessee does seem to be the, the place of anywhere that might be actually in the mix for this thing. And, you know, there could always be a team who comes in with real interest later that sways DeAndre Hopkins. But in terms of financial flexibility, roster construction right now, people that he's familiar with on the coaching staff, uh, and what the Titans have been consistently, consistently, which last year, utter failure, bottom fell, felt like it fell out. But this year, coming back into it, there is, I think, a lot more reason for optimism. And while I don't necessarily... Love the idea of them banking on as many second-year players as skill position players to help them get to where they need to be. I, I understand what they're trying to do and how much infinitely easier that would get if DeAndre Hopkins was on the roster. Oh, absolutely. And here's the biggest thing. The reason the bottom fell out last year, Ryan Tannehill was hurt and missed five games. That offensive line that they were banking on guys maybe staying healthy, uh, you know, it, it, it ended up being – I mean, you know, they never wanted – 
to have Dennis Daly start as many games at left tackle as they did. And that was just an absolute mess. There's a reason why they've essentially revamped it from one end to the other. So, you know, now granted, we've got to see who emerges and, and wins those starting jobs. But Daniel Brunskill, Andre Dillard, uh, Peter Skaronsky, you know, Aaron Brewer at center, I need to see. But still, you know, it, it, they should, and Nicholas petit Frere going into a second season, uh, they should be able to be better. And after the last two years, oh, my God, it'd be tough to – I mean, if their injury luck continues for a third straight year, I'm just going to wonder who put the voodoo curse on this franchise at that point because it's it's been ridiculous. So – Ryan Tannehill with the experience that he's got. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was second in the league rushing behind that line last year. So, you know, it, it, you, you can look at this offense and say that it should be easy enough for them to make steps of improvement simply by staying healthy, new coordinator in Tim Kelly. And, you know, the problem is, you know, we never got to talk to him last year, so we don't know how much, how little Todd Downing actually listened to his input. But, you know, there, there should be a – what we've heard, they're going to be different. You know, attacking more, being faster off the ball, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, if they're just simply healthier and the offensive line resembles a mediocre NFL line, this offense should be better. And uh, I, yes, second year guys and Chig and Traylon Burks, Traylon Burks, who, I mean, already this offseason has looked better than he did at any point last year, period. So I, I think that you can count on those two to be, you know, to take bigger steps. I mean, shoot, Mike Vrabel's actually talking to Chig this year instead of ignoring him as a rookie. So that's one good sign, right? But, uh, I, I, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, I, I, I can, the familiarity with Tim Kelly, Mike Vrabel, uh, that, ha you know, shoot, yes, uh, you know, talking to Derrick Henry alone, those are some selling points that I think help the Titans across the board. But, you know, guess what? It's going to come down to money, which is why, honestly, I'm not expecting anything until around the time teams start reporting to training camp. Maybe there's a dark horse that has an injury that first week, and, you know, and it's like 1-800 called DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I mean, and that's that's largely what they're banking on if they can't generate actual interest from other teams when we still have about a month to go, a little less than a month to go. In fact, we got our training camp schedules today uh, for those Titans fans in the audience. Uh, PR staff emailed us all our training camp schedules, uh, and we were told that you guys would find out open dates for you to be able to attend Titans practices the week of July 10th is what uh, the PR staff was able to inform us. Uh, you did mention uh, you did mention Traylon Burks there, Teresa, and he's obviously been the talk of the offseason, I think, where there's not a ton you can learn about a variety of different positions. Certainly him uh, was one of the – he was one of the biggest takeaways that I had. In fact, we'll hear from Ryan Tannehill on Traylon Burks here in just a second, right after I remind you that the podcast is presented by the great people at Two Rivers Ford. 40 years here in Middle Tennessee, 40 more to go. Serving Middle Tennesseans with quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So this was uh, Ryan Tannehill talking about the growth of Traylon Burks that Teresa Walker mentioned earlier. Traylon's grown a lot. I'm really excited about what I've seen from him. Uh, he's flying around. He's moving fast. He's moving efficiently. He's coming out. He's working. He's in shape. Um, all great things. Obviously, he's been able to, uh, to catch the ball and, and get open his whole time here. But all the little things that, that go along with playing the position, being able to see the field, understand the full concept as opposed to just a route and you know, how he fits in the whole picture. 
all those things. And uh, I think he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. So just want to keep him going, keep him growing. Uh, he's doing a lot of really, really good things right now. I'm really happy with uh, his growth and um, want to keep pushing forward. That is Ryan Tannehill speaking on Traylon Burks. It's just going to get so much easier for them because they've already been here, right? This, for the same reason that it's hard for any rookie coming in. The fact that he had that many young skill position players around him out the gate last year and that they were all going to have to play roles in some form or fashion, I just think the burden on him and the burden on them gets so much easier just by nature of having that time spent. Well, absolutely. And that's the thing. Traylon Burks has been here this offseason. Ryan Tannehill has been here this offseason. You know, Ryan Tannehill working to recover from the ankle, but there's been communication between them. Traylon Burks physically getting accustomed to the weather that is Nashville. And when you have asthma issues or allergy issues, hello, Nashville is different. I don't care that Arkansas is on a similar latitude. And, you know, so that, you know, that growth, you know, uh, I'm going to take us back to 2019. When Ryan Tannehill got into the lineup in, in mid-October and, and replaced Marcus Mariota in the lineup, you know, he clicked instantly with A.J. Brown. Why? Because they spent a lot of time working together with the second team. Well, this year, we're going to have Traylon Burks and, and, and Ryan Tannehill have spent a lot of time together this offseason, along with Chig. And, and I just think that that's going to translate onto the field with production between the both of them. Titan Fox says, I'm a little behind, but I've never seen Buck silent for that long. Listen, we are deferential around here when Teresa Walker joins the podcast. When she speaks, you should listen. And I think, you know, it's taken me a couple of years to learn how to do that, but I think we've accomplished that goal over the course of the last seven, Teresa. Well, I keep trying. And, you know, me, when I, I'm a little bit, let's put it this way. I've been talking longer than you, and, and it's tough to shut me up. My mother's been telling me that my whole life. That's okay. We, uh, I think all of us in this business have probably been told that a time or two. Um, Teresa, the other thing that is, uh, that is of interest at this point going on with the Tennessee Titans is Kevin Byard. Um, he recently, uh, he was on the latest episode of uh, Taylor Lewan and Will Compton's Bussin' with the Boys podcast. It's a much more comfortable setting for him to be able to talk about the super awkward offseason it sounds like that he had. Um, and we'll play a clip for the audience for that here in a second. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to hear that podcast yet. I haven't heard it in its entirety myself. Lucas just played me a couple clips on the radio show today, but everything that I saw on the internet, can we, can we say that there, there seems to be a resolution on this, that there's no reason at this point to continue to worry about Kevin Byard's 2023 status with this football team. The fact that he was there at the mandatory mini camp, the fact that he talked, uh, you know, a year ago, Jeffrey Simmons, you know, was there, but he kind of hid from us and, and then talked a little bit. Uh, it does seem like they've reached a reproachment, uh, you know, and I mean, let's face it, they need him. And, you know, I, I, I understand. I mean, I, I saw that I, I didn't hear the comments, but I read some of the, you know, uh, somebody wrote about him. I understand having a vacation ruined and uh, nobody ever wants to be asked to take a pay cut, period. And and again, I mean, a point I've made over and over again, this is the guy that in the last two years when they've had more injuries than any other NFL team, he's been there on the field, in the lineup, never missed a moment. And oh, yeah, let him in tackles and interceptions each of the last two seasons. Not the guy I'm going to to cut back his money. 
but they did. And yeah, I mean, you know, so there's probably been a lot of oil that's had to be poured on the waters to calm and and settle that relationship. And, uh, you know, maybe it helps that Ram being a new GM coming in that, you know, I'm sure they've had some conversations and, you know, and, and, and his, and his agent's job is to get more and more money. So, uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, yeah, I'm not worried about his status going into this season anymore. Um, but let's face it, next year is a whole new different situation. It's the NFL, not for long. And, you know, Kevin Byard got a reminder of that. And, you know, for, for Titan fans who have been around a long time, uh, uh, Randall Bullock is a linebacker who everybody thought was safe. And, you know, and they ended up cutting him. And the way that happened, you know, made a lot of uh, people unhappy in the locker room. So how you handle the business side of the NFL, it does have to be handled carefully because you don't want to. Everybody in that building understands that it's business and anybody can be gone at any moment. But that said, you know, it's it's just you you need to handle some things a little bit more calmly at times. And, you know, a deft touch is a a good thing to have in this business to maintain relationships. And it's, you know, it's fortunate for them, but the buyer has that, right? Because that could have turned very ugly. I mean, you know, we all have a tremendous amount of respect for KB. We've all covered his entire career um, or the vast majority of us who've, who've been, I mean, certainly, you know, within my career span, he's, has been Kevin Byard's at this point. So we've seen him uh, turn into the player who he is and the person that he is. Um, And certainly he could have made this much messier on them and a first year GM who, I mean, Ray Carthon's off season, Teresa, there's a lot of hurdles. And I know there's always difficult decisions to be made when you're coming into a new general manager job. Like those are, those are rarely clean type of deals when somebody has been fired and you're coming in to try and fix the wrongs that they were fired for. But I think that with, Simmons contract situation with how critical it was for them to do well in this draft. And that remains to be seen the free agency, the basically the reconstruction of the roster. Kevin Byard could have made this dude's life a hell of a lot harder than he did. And I think that, you know, that is why Kevin Byard is who he is. Oh, completely agree. I mean, the mayor of Murfreesboro, I mean, I covered him when he was in college and you know, this is the kind, if this was somebody else that had any, diva complex whatsoever this could have gotten ugly and 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 this could have led to a breakup where they ended up you know making a big move to to let him go if he he could have easily used this to force his way out and go get a big paycheck somewhere else because trust me i mean he's led all safeties in the nfl and interceptions since 2017 somebody would have found a way to pay him yeah uh you'll hear from kevin byard here in just a second a quick reminder that the podcast is made possible by relax the back nashville 2020 glen echo road in green hills is where you can go for the best recovery recliners massage chairs for mattresses if you are somebody who needs additional support to help you in your day-to-day relax the back hashtag we've got your back nashville is where you can go for the best quality products around in fact you can save up to 300 dollars on their x chair products Plus, get a free LMAX cooling, heat, and massage lumbar unit with your purchase for uh, with a $300 value in savings. That sounds wonderful, Teresa. I think I might do that uh, myself, as a matter of fact. Uh, this was Kevin Byard on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast, speaking on that very you know interesting offseason that he and the Titans just recently went through, except I did not have the video ready to go. And so we will not be able to use that video. I completely, I took the time to up to clip it, Teresa, and then forgot to upload it into the system. So that was a terrible. But, 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 
Buck, 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 buck. You've got to be prepared, dude. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I'm doing too many things, Teresa. I'm talking to too many places. I'm running. I'm I'm overexposed. We all knew that I was going to be overexposed when they kept giving me jobs like this. But at a certain point, it was all going to come crashing down because it's a house of cards. Trust me, I get it. As somebody who's been scrambling all over Middle Tennessee the last 12 days, I get that completely. Yes. So instead of wasting Teresa Walker's time, you can go check out the clip of Byard on the Bustin' with the Boys social media channels. We will release Teresa Walker from her podcast obligations off to cover the NHL, NASCAR, the Titans, the Predators, everything in between. Teresa Walker, thank you as always for your time. My pleasure, Buck.